All right, y'all, let's kick down the door to Grandma's Basement. Are we recording? We are on. (laughs) Hello, world. Welcome to the very first episode of In Grandma's Basement, the comedy podcast where we invite you to share your craziest family stories with us, your hosts. I'm Mary Beth. Uh, Kentucky farmland raised me and L.A. turned me into a terrible fucking snob. And now all I drink are mimosas. But yeah, the good kind where it's just half a bottle of champagne. That's exactly right. In a mason jar. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Danielle. I'm, I, I hail from Seattle. I've been in L.A. for long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Too long. And uh, I'm a writer and producer and I love crazy fucking stories Ooh, like i think that cv out there i think i ask every lift driver i get in a car with what's the craziest story that's ever happened or what can you tell me that's insane wow you're a brave woman i never talk to my lift drivers i love it <laughs> i'm one of those rare people i fucking love talking to the lift drivers especially when they seem kind of like interesting there's times where you're like okay we are not going to strike up a conversation. No. I have that vibe. And sometimes I'm like, I'm bored. Let's do this. Yeah, you got to take <laughs> some You got to take some boring stories to get to the juicy stuff. But we're going to do only juicy stories here, guys. Don't worry. Uh, if, if you don't know about this, In Grandma's Basement is just like that old book series, In Grandma's Attic, only darker and dirtier and hopefully much sexier, just like me and Danielle. We're open to all the possibilities here. Yeah, sad, violent, you know, creepy, hilarious, just plain out weird, what the fuck. Absurdity, please, we love it. (laughs) (laughs) But since this podcast is all about getting you guys to share your favorite crazy family stories, we're going to use this first episode to tell you some of our own deep, dark, slash just plain weird secrets, because fair's fair, am I right? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Uh, I have two stories. Uh, you get to choose which one you want to hear first. One's a murder story and one's just weird. <laughs> which one do you want? Oh, my God. I think we need to start off with the murder The stories. murder? Okay. And then I'll come in with a story that's just <laughs> also... I mean, I don't really know where it fits in, but I hope you guys find it fun. Listen, we're all about fun. It's the only thing that matters. We're all going to die one day anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't wait to die. Oh, but God, not please. in a like suicidal way. I'm just like, I'm ready. No, it's just going to be a nice rest. <laughs> <laughs> On that lovely morbid note. Uh, so here, here's a fun story about my dad's side of the family. Uh, they're, they're from Italy, which means they're automatically more morbid than the rest of my family who's not from Italy. My great-grandparents moved out here uh, to West Virginia from Italy when my great-grandmother, my noni, was only 13, And Noni, she was a badass little kid. She wanted to go back to school as soon as they arrived in the States, but my great-great-grandfather was an asshole, and he said, nope, you got to come work in the coal mines with the rest of the family. So that's what Noni did until she grew up and moved out to Santa Maria, California, just up the road from where we are here in Los Angeles. And, God, guys, this is so fucked up. So... Santa Maria was where my Noni met her first husband, my grandma's biological father, and no one can tell me much about him because he died when my grandma was only three. And how it happened was, 
One night, uh, my great-grandparents had taken my toddler grandma out to a dinner party at a friend's place, and when they came home, unbeknownst to them, there was a man hiding in their bedroom closet, like straight up everyone's worst nightmare. (laughs) Oh my fucking God, In the closet. Uh, No! (laughs) So apparently, this guy was a boarder at one of my great-great-grandfather's properties, because this asshole had moved on from coal mining to landlording. You know, great snapshot of the American dream. But uh, his boarder had gotten it into his crazy person head that if he killed my great-grandfather, he could marry my great-grandmother and, like, get one over on his landlord. I don't know. It what the fuck? <laughs> it doesn't seem like it makes much sense, but he was uh, committed because committed meaning like he just went to insane no committed and as in he was committed to his idea that this was going to get him the life that he wanted (laughs) oh my god oh my god um so he's in the closet right and my my great grandparents (laughs) it's just r kelly (laughs) and tom cruise and uh oh my god um no scientology he's in the scientology (laughs) all all comes back to scientology (laughs) So this guy's in the closet. My great-grandparents walk into their bedroom that night, and this guy jumps out of the closet and buries an axe in my great-grandfather's face, literally right between his eyes, like in a fucking horror movie. And then just, like, skedaddles, just axe to the face, and then just runs off just casually runs off casually like, well i'll see you later maybe we'll get together sometime i just Call brutally me. murdered your husband uh yeah brutal murder uh right in front of my noni my great grandma oh. and she was the one who pulled the axe out of his face before the cops got there oh my god can you fucking imagine well they caught the guy right Wasn't yes it- no need in. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. They got, I mean, how stupid can you be? That is nuts. That's like Jackie O, you know, trying yes. to put. Put the brains back. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Just this, like, wife Shocked. instinct to, like, fix it. Oh, my God. There's something you can't fix. No, no. And my grandma, she doesn't, re- she says she doesn't remember it happening. She was only three, but great grandma was kind of fucked for the rest of her life like had fits and migraines and like definitely uh undiagnosed ptsd situation yeah did she ever remarry she did she did remarry an amazing man um actually that both my grandma and my dad were like yeah that guy was the best so i guess (laughs) i guess you know it all it all worked out minus the fact that noni was kind of cuckoo for the rest of her life but yeah, dude. So how did you ever meet Noni? I did. She died when I was maybe maybe around 10. Oh, wow. So I met her a couple times. She's this really tiny lady, the very loud. She's the loudest person in our family. And she had a crazy dog. And she kept a rifle under her bed. Oh, shit. I mean, obviously. Um, and I remember being really little and, like, crawling under her bed and finding it. And I didn't know what it was. Oh, and my I God. And c- carried it out to the living room. <gasps> and my whole family, like, flipped the fuck out. And I didn't understand until years later that, like, oh, that was a gun. That is just a gun control ad Yeah. Like, a, just a three-year-old. How old are you again? I was probably four or five. Okay, so four or five-year-old Mary Beth 
crawling, you know, you get that like pan shot where it's just zooming in, <laughs> you find something under the bed, and then you're just looking at it down the barrel, well, and look your at the parents stick. are like, oh no, oh, and yeah. then it cuts to black, you don't know what happened. <laughs> Did she die? Gun control, we need it now. Mm, yeah. Desperately, yeah. more than ever. <laughs> I mean, clearly, Noni was ready for the next motherfucker that jumped out of the closet. Oh my god. God, can you imagine? I'm, I'm surprised she actually could even sleep in a room with closets I in know. it. I would have just had them walled the fuck up. It was, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. I cannot <laughs> yeah. imagine. I used to have my bed on the floor when I was a kid, uh, you know, because I was afraid of a hand coming out from under yes, the bed and grabbing classic. me. classic. Uh-huh. So I eliminated the potential of an issue. <laughs> Honest to God, if that happened to me, I mean, I don't know what I would do in that situation, but I for sure would wall up every mm-hmm. fucking closet in my house i know <laughs> i mean i i've never witnessed a murder and still every time i come home i like check behind all the doors <laughs> you know because like you never know who's fucking standing back there ah so the trauma's gone full circle it's just trickled <laughs> down into your life because oh, that 100%. is 100 like, percent. that's fucked up that's yeah. such a fucked up story 100 percent. my dad is a huge gun nut raised me like i i first he he gave me my first gun for christmas probably like the year after i crawled under grandma's bed oh, and yeah. found her gun yeah it's the paranoia is real yeah, in my gotta family learn sometime mm-hmm. <laughs> very real well, don't fuck with Mary Beth. <laughs> she's a highly trained individual. Uh, she right. didn't mention this up top, but she also is training in Muay Thai, so she oh, can beat right, your guys. ass. She's yep. going to have to register at the police station as a lethal weapon. She's going to have to register the right hand and the left hand. Oh, yeah, definitely the right. I don't know about the left. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't want to get hit by your left hand very bad. <laughs> I appreciate the compliments. Oh, I'm just complimenting because I'm afraid <laughs> to die. It's not even a compliment. I'm just impressed. Period. <laughs> like, don't worry. You're not in any danger. Oh, my God. I love this <laughs> so much. I just want to go and party with Mary Beth because if there's ever a creep at a bar, I know it's just going to be fucking oh, be taken over. care of. Yeah. I'm, I'm living for the day. Yeah. What is some asshole going to do? Press charge <laughs> on Mary Beth. On little old me. No. <laughs> She's only had a gun since she was five. <laughs> But that's so tight. I actually, I hate to say it because I know the guns are such a horrible problem in our country, but I love shooting guns every once in a while. Listen, and it also scares the shit out of me while I've got it. It should. Yes, it should always scare you. Like, yeah. that's the thing is I have a lot of experience with guns, but every time I pick one up, it's still scary. And it should be. It's like, this could fucking kill me. Yes. This could end me. Absolutely. That's why there are so many rules associated with fucking shooting a firearm. <laughs> My daddy raised me right. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry if we lost people in the gun control, but actually, sorry, fuck we you. do support <laughs> gun control. Yeah. I mean,. I think, you know, clearly we're not going to get rid of the 380 million guns in America. Uh, so, I mean, if we could just enjoy those a little more responsibly. Yes, and, learn. And do some anger management and yes. stuff. Not that it's just mental illness. It's the fact that we can just, any asshole could go grab an yep. assault rifle. Yeah. Which is a total bummer, you guys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know how pissed my dad would be if somebody came up to him trying to take away his AR-15? No. Oh, my God. So, also, <laughs> don't fuck with Mary Beth's dad. Listen, I just want everyone to be afraid of me and my entire family. 
that's really what this podcast is about. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, on the other hand, my family had probably never shot guns in their <laughs> life. Maybe my m- mom has shot a BB gun, and yeah, I just can't even imagine my dad with a gun. But I think it'd be kind of hilarious now. <laughs> Maybe I don't know what he would do. I don't know what he would do. Well, what does your family get up to if you don't have any murder stories in your past? Oh well. <laughs> Plenty. My <laughs> my dad was like, "Oh my god, I have so many crazy stories about my dad, and I'm sure he can't be prosecuted now." But I mean, he used to be like a big pot dealer in San Francisco. Like Ooh. he used to ship pot to bands that were going on the road. One of the guys that he knew, I guess, back in the day was the <laughs> throwing Rocky Erickson under the bus and 13th floor elevator. But they were in the circuit heavily Ooh. in that stoner. Jeez. Stoner rock. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, he used to work at the Great American Music Hall in San Francisco, so he had cycled through a lot of bands. And then later on, when he moved to Seattle, worked at the Crocodile, which was like all of the grunge music bands played there. So that's where I grew up. Oh, I bet you guys have seen some shit. We just... We had heroin. We didn't have guns, though. <laughs> I mean, clearly Kurt right, Cobain guys, did. You have to choose. Can you can you have guns or can you have heroin? Those are the only Kurt those Cobain are the only chose both. Well, clearly so, that's not a good not a good plan. combo. <laughs> <laughs> a downer and a rifle. Mm-mm. It no, just guys. doesn't mix. <laughs> Don't mix drugs and guns. <laughs> <laughs> one at a time wow uh we can go to really dark places really fast so listen the darkness is your friend you're gonna, gonna do, do another story, story. well i guess we can move on to a weird one right i want to hear it okay yes. <laughs> please so my uh grandparents and, and great-grandparents they immigrated from norway on my mother's side And uh, there was a little town in Washington State, kind of across the water from Seattle, called Polsbo. And it was a really (laughs) uh, big Norwegian immigrant town, um, really small. And, you know, when I was a kid, I had gone a few times, and my mom would kind of say, this is where your grandmother grew up. This is the ranch overlooking the town that your grandmother, you know, lived on and... I'm sure worked tirelessly of course. <laughs> all day. Um, and, uh, you know, she had a brother, Hans, uh, Uncle Hans, for us. He was, even though he's my great uncle, we just call him Uncle Hans, Uncle Hans. Uncle Hans. Uncle Hans. I'm sure that's how it was when he was a kid. Hans, Hans, <laughs> come out of the weather. <laughs> it is very bad outside, you know. Sounded really authentic. I, it probably was a little more German sounding than Norwegian because Norwegian people just don't really have that much of an accent these days. I don't know if it was my grandma did have a little bit of an accent. Oh, that's for sure. cute. She was adorable, and she also uh, taught me my first string of words, which was my parents couldn't figure it out. It was "sigada," and we kept saying "sigada." I have a twin. We kept saying "see gada" over and over again. What does that mean? And then they caught my grandma doing it. She like stubbed her toe or something. She goes, "Shit, god damn it!" Oh no! So that was the first phrase I ever learned. Oh, shit, god damn it! That makes so much sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so her her brother Hans, 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 Hans. Let's go, Hans. Hans. Her brother Hans. 
didn't he i guess uh when he was a kid he was kind of a loner he never really ended up having kids or a marriage you know later in life but uh his best friend that he would ride around the town was a cow (laughs) (laughs) it was a cow (laughs) wait 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 wait, wait, wait. what can you explain his best friend like how what made this cow his uh, were they just hanging out all the time yeah him and this cow hung out they was went, it his cow yeah it was okay, his cow right. it was their family cow but i don't think he would have ever let anyone touch it or go near it Ooh. i don't believe it was a bull either oh i doubt it yeah so he he just rides a bull through town like the tamest bull <laughs> ever the bull never bucks him at all um but <laughs> but uh yeah so you know, he was weird, you know, <laughs> as he was, you know, an older person. I believe he had some sort of accident with his eye, and it always looked like he kind of had, like, a weird wink <laughs> going wow. forever. Uh, I love this visual of a great uncle with oh. a squinty eye. And cranky. <laughs> he was so cranky. Probably because the cow had to die at some time. Yeah. At some point in his oh life. Oh, God. You know? Whoa, that's a, no, that's real, though, because, like, that's the kind of situation where you know you're gonna lose your best friend like way before you die you know what i mean yeah like people that get crazy about their dogs but Uh, mm -hmm. you know i i get it i did see a video online with this guy who is he loves his cow like he would run home after school or after his day of work or whatever it was and run out into the field and the cow would come and lay down and cuddle him and rub the its face all over his face and stuff like a little kitty yeah it was really cute it was so cute but now i'm kind of thinking since hans never got married later in life and you never ended up with anyone who was just totally cranky and then he had to live in more of an urban area in seattle you know uh, as he got older and he lived with my aunt and i believe her husband too he just kind of had his own like area in the basement or something ooh grandma's ooh. basement more like great uncle <laughs> Hans's basement there we go um but yeah maybe he fucked that cow I don't know oh shit it was more than just a friend I feel like you know there had to be something where he just like god these cows eyelashes are beautiful I mean cows do have beautiful eyes they do they look like deer you know yeah, when mm-hmm. you see a beautiful innocent deer and you're and like I just want to fuck that deer yeah, so bad deer. god it's like <laughs> so defined but th- this cow must have been in great shape must have had you know spots in all the right places ah, you know oh my god cow spots. uh <laughs> shit so he so he rode the cow around yeah like through it was town like he would ride it around like a fucking horse and like tie <laughs> like take it to go and do errands and stuff wow yeah i don't know if it ended up having a cart you know i don't think oh he had, that's like, such a, cart a cute image it. maybe he had a knapsack you know yeah, probably like made a saddle out of bag leather of the cow he didn't like that kept giving him shit yeah it's like i fucking hate that cow. <laughs> i love you though yeah, it is it is bizarre, you know. <laughs> Who how do you know this? Did he tell you about um, this? Um hell no, he barely <laughs> spoke to us. Um ex- except for to say hi bye. I used to give him hugs just to feel like I will feel more empowered knowing that I could give this person who barely talks a hug. It was even kind of more conscious of that when I was a kid, you know, huh. like well, you know when you hug your family goodbye. 
But you know, there's always like extended family you meet up, never seen. Yeah. Kind of maybe sometimes don't really remember their names mm-hmm. because it's like cousins of cousins mm-hmm. or something, and they're all at a family function. But I would always, you know, look him in his one eye and just go, goodbye, Uncle Hans. I love you. And then give him a hug and leave. And he would hug, you know. So, but he was really cranky. Like, I know he would just be, you know, mumbling shit under his breath, too, which I respect that, kind of. (laughs) You know, just always dreaming of the cow. I don't, I know somebody, I think somebody knew what the name of the cow was, but I doubt anyone could remember now. Bastards. That's an important memory or important member of the family. Yeah. We can just make a non-dark children's book about it. I mean, it's a perfect idea for a children's book. Mm-hmm. Hans and the Magical Cow. Oh, my gosh. Um, Hans is my best friend cow. Oh, yes. <laughs> and the, they, they go to the grocery store together oh, yeah. and they have adventures. I mean, what the fuck was a grocery store back in, you know, maybe 19... 19- Five nineteen ten, you know, because I think my grandma graduated in like nineteen twenty seven because she was forty when she had my mom. Oh, so yeah, she was she was that's kind of unheard of back then having a child that late in life too. She's a witch. Hell yeah, dude! (laughs) I come from a long line of witches. She actually had in Norway. There's a custom where you have kitchen witches or little witches that you put around your house or like trolls. And they look kind of creepy. <laughs> you get kind of for what? Like for luck? Uh, yeah, they're supposed to ward off evil spirits oh, and stuff. Oh hell yeah! So dude. we totally had a, a kitchen witch. I can't remember what it was called. I think Grandma had a name for it. Grandma Olga. My grandma's name is Olga. Yes, but it's not Olga just for Russians. <laughs> not just for Russians. I love it. Olga, but she had. Uh, they were going to name me Brigitta, and I was kind of like, that's kind of, I kind of would have rather had that name than It's a pretty Danielle, cool name. Because Brigitta is cool, because then when people kept would say, oh, is it Bridget? You could just be like, mm, actually, it's Brigitta. <laughs> <laughs> like, such a bitch. <laughs> I'm also such a bitch. My name is Brigitta. Brigitta. And it was my great-grandmother Brigitte Luton's name, which oh is Hans's mother. Wow. <laughs> you sound very classy. Yeah, it sounds classier. Um, fuck. My twin has a classy name, so I feel like that's a little unfair. But I feel <laughs> oh, like damn. Danielle could definitely be borderline porn, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want you want another funny one? Oh, my God. Let's do do some more weirdness. I'm not going to bury the lead on this one because the headline is just too fucking good. Uh, This is from my mom's side of the family. When my mom's dad, my papa, was in his 40s, his dad, my great grandfather, (laughs) pretended he couldn't walk for six whole months. What? (laughs) Pretended he couldn't walk. For six months. Uh, yeah, this guy, I never met him, but apparently he was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Uh, according to my papa, he did this because he was angry that the family took his car away. Oh. <laughs> like he, was, he was too old, and he was, <laughs> and he oh was getting God. confused. And they were like, listen, great-grandpa, you can't drive anymore. And they took his car away. <laughs> so in retaliation, this old son of a bitch 
Went six whole months pretending his legs didn't work. Oh, my God. Like, can you imagine the dedication that it would take to do that for six months? Yeah, and he got away with this, right, for Yes, six yes, months? for six months. No, but everybody was no seriously. No, no, everybody was like, oh, shit, like, Grandpa's, you know, he lost, he lost <laughs> the use of his legs. It makes total sense. He's old as fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Six whole months. He was so committed to this lie that my papa had to go over to his parents' place every night and, like, physically help his mom put him in bed. Like, pick this guy up and, oh. and place him in bed every night <laughs> for six months. Oh, my God. I would have been so fucking pissed. I mean, well, here, I mean, here's the fun part is that, like, eventually great-grandma was like, this ain't right. And uh, went and had a one-on-one conversation with her husband's doctor, who, of course, told her, like, there's no medical reason for this. Like, there's nothing wrong with him. His legs work just fine. So grandma, great-grandma goes home that night, and apparently as she pulled her car into the driveway, she spotted him, her husband, like, looking out through the blinds in the living room. Oh, my God. So clearly, like, standing up, <laughs> looking through <laughs> the like, blinds. That's not the height of a wheelchair. Uh, yeah, and by the, ti- <laughs> by the time she got back in, he was back in his wheelchair, like, in the bedroom, so she knew, like, 100% this motherfucker has been playing me. Oh, my God. And, uh, as my papa says, well, he walked that night. Because if he hadn't, she'd have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't you love it when your family members say something so fucking funny that, you know, like a comedian couldn't even yes. be that funny in real life? You're in the situation, you feel it, and then all of a sudden they just say the most perfect yep. thing to just rip it up. Spot on. Spot on, papa. Yeah, I love that story. I think it's fucking amazing. Oh my god. I'm looking up characters from King of the Hill because every <laughs> I'm thinking about him and I think about that guy with the shins. What is his name? Oh my god, I don't know. Uh, he was in an episode called Shins of the Father. Ooh. <laughs> but it's Cotton Hill. Cotton Hill was the the character's name. There you go, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys got to look up some clips of that because that's what I'm imagining. Yes, yeah, I mean, you're probably right. Maybe uh, it wasn't his ornery, though. Maybe he just really had a good straight face of it. Uh, no, I I mean, I cannot imagine, like, not only the dedication, but just, like, the spite that he had to have in his heart to be like, oh, you think I'm fucking old? I'll show you what old is. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, he just, like, turning up Waylon in his wheelchair, and as soon as, like, your grandma left, like... Just like gets up, makes himself some eggs in the kitchen. Yeah, he's just has like a drinking beer. a glass of whiskey, <laughs> whiskey and a shot of beer oh and a whiskey. God. I fucked that up. So a <laughs> shot of whiskey and a beer, and you're just like, yeah, like fucking rocking out and stuff. And then he has to get back in the wheelchair. He's like, oh fuck, she's here. Peeks through the blinds, and she's like, I'll kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> and I and I think that's real too because I have other stories about that. Grandma, <laughs> where she she like pulled shotguns on a lot of people. So I think that Jesus like, Christ, that's so God, fucking awesome though. Damn it, both sides of my family are just out of control. Yeah, Mary Beth's gonna quit L.A. and just move to Nashville, write like really fucking good oh. country songs, like bring it back to some good outlaw country, and it's just all that's about your fucking right. family. <laughs> like Grandma had to pull an axe out of his face <laughs> oh my God. and. 
And my other little baby grandma <laughs> was just scared all over the place. Just oh, wow. like, you go for it, you dude. Right you can have me. that a million dollar song. <laughs> axe face. Yeah, bro. Axe god, face and that's wheelchair so man. Sad. But yeah, wheelchair man. Oh my god. Just your whole fe- like I bet you have so many more like just good like crazy ass stories. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. And that's my plan like because of these stories I'm like every weekend I'm calling up my grandparents and just being like, "Hey, just tell me something." Oh like just fucking pick one and Well no, you'll have me. to say when you called your grandma last. She got kind of like like what the fuck are you calling me for? <laughs> are, oh. Did someone die? <laughs> God, yeah. Every time I call that grandma, she always thinks she always thinks the worst. Uh, she actually called me for the first time last weekend. We've been hanging out like we've been yeah. close for the past seven years, and she's only just now been like, "Oh, I can pick up a phone and call my grandchild." Oh my God, I love it when they figure that out. Yeah, yeah. I'm really proud of her. <laughs> I know I have no living grandparents, so definitely Mary Beth's got the good genes, the tough ones. Oh yeah, they last. <laughs> God, mine are all dead, every single one of them. Damn, dude. Yeah, yeah. We should all be talking to old people. I know they kind of smell weird, and it can be a little scary sometimes. But honestly, like, they're all gonna be gone soon. And yeah. I want I want those stories. I want those juicy 1940s stories before they all disappear. Yeah, talk to your chain-smoking grandmother. Please. She knows where the bodies are she buried. She does. And you know what? Honestly, like, if you're worried about, oh, I can't, like, ask questions because that's personal or, like, I don't want to dredge up any weird shit. Like, they're old as fuck, you guys. Chances are that they're, like, fuck it. They'll yeah. just tell you. Just grab your vape pen <laughs> and a journal or, like, a little notebook and just, you know, let it rip. Because yep. you'll be just on cloud nine listening to these crazy-ass stories. Honestly, I, every family's got them. You know, if your family doesn't, just dig a little deeper yep. because they're hiding something. <laughs> they are. If they're not telling you, they're fucking hiding yep. shit. Like, you know, I'm sure they caused... You know, tons of ruckus when they're teenagers. I mean, even the most boring people have we to have something did. good. Yeah, we all did. It's true. Ooh, internet stories. Speaking of other people's insane family stories, let's finish this up with some uh, family secrets we found on the internet. Oh yeah, just for fun. Uh, this is this is my favorite one. I found this on Reddit this morning. God, this is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> This this Reddit user says, uh, my mom told me yesterday, it turns out we're descended from the first recorded serial killers in the United States, the Harp Brothers. I don't know who the Harp Brothers are. I'm going to have to look this up and see if it's legit. But this lady says that, um, so apparently the Harp Brothers like ran around with some ladies while they were doing their serial killer killing business. And one of the, quote, one of their women was sent back home after the brothers were caught and her parents married her to a local pastor to try and hide the scandal. And the pastor ended up adopting her child by the Hart brother as his own. So her entire family are direct descendants of what are likely the earliest documented serial killers in the United States. And apparently when this person's mom found out about this she went to her sisters and was like really excited to tell them about it and they both scolded her and told her we don't discuss that in the family things like that are best forgotten no you're wrong no auntie one, muriel 
No one will forget. <laughs> never. Never. Not something like that. That's fantastic. Oh, my God. That's uh, that's nuts. I, I just kind of wish the 23andMe would come back and then discover that somebody in our family was just, like, fucking fucked up. Right. And then they went down because people that do horrible things deserve to go down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But it is also thrilling to think about the fact that you might have serial killer genetics in you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're capable oh, yeah. of doing fucked up shit. Oh yeah. I say I'm just really capable of retaliation. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, there are so many good ones that I've come across. Um, let's see. Oh, you know what? This one's a really good one. And I was going to do another one, but I just came across a really fucking nutty one Let's that I found. Um, and this definitely would have had to have been vetted because the article I'm reading it off of is supposedly a legit magazine. Okay. It's sold in stands, but I'm not going to give it away because <laughs> you never know. So uh, I'm <laughs> my grandfather was quite the ladies' man. And full disclosure, my grandfather was too. He had four wives. Damn. Not at the same time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my grandfather was quite the ladies' man, and one night was cheating on my grandmother in his car in some parking garage. Uh, this was in the 60s, I believe. Uh, the exhaust from the car killed them while they were getting busy in the back seat, and my grandmother found out while she was watching the news at home while pregnant with my mom. Holy shit, dude. That is fucking crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He died inside her. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? He's like, I got tired. He coughed and just rolled and, into the back seat and they're just crumpled dead. up. Holy and she's shit. got one titty out, you know. And <laughs> someone found them. Like, someone was just strolling through that parking garage, like, getting ready for work and and like oh look in the back seat of that car over there a couple dead bodies yeah, well i mean how do you get that much exhaust it must have been like maybe one of their parking garages oh too. you're right like but it couldn't have been hers because she's watching on the news like how would you i mean it's not crazy. in your house that is bizarre whoa dude that's a crazy fucking story. That a, that's a really good one. That's a good find. Holy that's cow. That's juicy and includes a death. Yes, the best kind of story. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes that's revenge for you. you oh, know? yeah, that was, that God, God that saw that, that. And he said, fuck this guy. I wonder if insurance, if they had life insurance on him, if they paid the wife the insurance while she's, I mean, she's pregnant Ooh. with his baby. What's she going to do? That would fucking suck. Yeah. Your husband's cheating on you with another woman in a car. He dies. You're pregnant. And you probably don't have a job at that time because women oh, were sure. more so a little bit more property than, yeah. you know. It still feels wrong today sometimes, but Jesus. Damn. That's crazy. Oh, God. And then you have to, like, call your mom and be like, you were right about my shitty husband. Yeah, you were right. I should have never married him. God damn, dude. That's mom's crazy. mom's like, I, I told you he tried to hit on me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. I love that. Oh, my God. Well, on that note, this is really fun. If you have any crazy family stories you want to share with us, just be sure to shoot us an email. Yeah, and that email is ingrandmasbasement69 at gmail.com. 
That's in grandma's basement, the number six, the number nine. You know what we're talking about at gmail.com. Hell yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, we need all the good stories. And we'll have some guests. On yes, here. we're definitely going to have some guests. And, you know, we're going to bring you some crazy family stories from some comedy people, mm-hmm. some writers. Oh, yeah. We're going to get some real grade-A weirdos to talk about their <laughs> how their family fucked them up so bad. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. We uh, hope you tune in next time to In Grandma's Basement. And call your grandma, call your mom, call your dad. Call your people. Yeah, call your people. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.